to the ship, right? Yeah, we could. And we're going to the ship. We 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 going to the ship. Bring them out, bring them out. Welcome in <clears throat> episode 43 of the Me and E show. You got E Staples in the building. Follow yep. me on Twitter at eniggas15. Chef Russell in the building. You can follow him on Twitter on SWFarm. That's two A's. We got Desmond Jones, host of Captain the Game podcast, in the building as well. You can follow me at Dr. J101. And of course, you got me, M Jones. Follow me at M underscore Jones 3340. And today on the show, we are getting into what else? Super Bowl weekend. Got to make our picks. We're also going to react to today was the trade deadline. And boy, oh boy, was the trades made. So we got to get with the crew and react to that. And of course, it's also Black History Month all month long. So we're going to talk about some important things from Black History standpoint, like our favorite sports heroes that we recognize and rock with. So sit back, relax, and strap it down as we get into the show. Once again, episode 43 to me and E Show. Fellas, good yes, evening. sir. What it look like? What it do, baby boo? For hey, we in the four man weave, Desmond Jones rocking the Dylan. Low key, I've actually just got. I know back. that ain't a Tim Riggins. That's a Timmy Riggins. Joy. That's Dr. a Tim Timmy Riggins. Riggins. Yes, sir. Okay. What was that? You know Texas what? forever. <laughs> Texas forever. <laughs> Dude, I, just imagine if Tim Riggins didn't drink. How cold he was. Yeah, he would have been that man. He would have been that man for sure. Um, he was already a demon anyway. Yes. So um, that's how I'm feeling that. But that's a dope ass sweater, man. I need yeah. to get one. I wonder if that's the one I got. I might have gotten that one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know. Listen, I'm actually, I forgot how good the third season actually was of Friday Night Lights. Like, that's where I'm at because I'm going on a rewatch. I've been watching it here and there, <clears throat> and I forgot one. Oh, Friday Night Lights. That's why. Yeah, yeah. okay, I'm you sorry. didn't get it. All right, yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Chap just was the old, just showed his age. The old man. <laughs> <laughs> the old, What's flying over my head? <laughs> the old man, he gets, he gets the buzzer. First is buzzer. that with the East Dillon though? The third season? No, fourth season with fourth and fifth season was East Dillon. Okay. So yeah, yeah. We're right. The, the third season was when JD came. Smash was. Recovered. Oh, Smash was trying to get on that, that he was on that list. Is that right? No, 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 no. This, this was so Smash going into the third season, Smash was already hurt. He was coming back. He had graduated and was trying to get come back with the uh, coach was working with him to get his knee back in, in, in shape and everything. That's right. That's right. Okay. And, and then Tim had took over as the lead back and he couldn't deal with all the pressure of being, <laughs> being smashed. All two, for two seasons, he bitched and moaned at smash about being his back. And 
uh, being his blocking back, and he finally got he got the tailback. So I was like, I don't even want it. I'd rather, in a perfect world, I'd rather go back and be your blocking back. So, yeah, okay, I gotta rewatch that series. That was a great series. I, I'm, like I said, I forgot how good. And shout out to Coach Taylor. I know it's not necessarily, you know, I just really like I just rock with Coach Taylor a lot because the dude he had to deal with everything. Yeah, he might be my favorite coach on the screen. Yeah. Maybe football wise, even oh football, even, football wait, wise, football wait, wise. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are you you rather have Coach Eric Taylor than Coach Boone or Coach Yost? I'm making. I'm putting you on the spot, brother. Oh my gosh, man! All right, all right. Maybe second. Maybe second. <laughs> maybe second. Maybe okay. second. Okay. I can't go over Coach Boone. No, no, Tony D'Amato. Oh, we're just doing high school. Oh, we could know that Tony D'Amato is, uh, I think, but no, you're pulling this team apart. (laughs) You gotta keep your head on a swivel, man. (laughs) Just remember when you were playing back out in the street, just tell your friend, go down to the Cadillac, I'll hit you. I just, (laughs) no E the way I know E, I don't think, I think. Tony DeMaio is probably going to crack his top five, but I can see he's not going to make just because. I'm not, yeah, he's not top. Yeah, he's not up there with that, even though he's a great honorable mention. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, was, what was Jim Brown? What was it? I don't I can't remember his name, but. <laughs> you live. With him. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers are dumb enough. We made the shit simple this enough. Simple enough. <laughs> right. <Modern>. right. <laughs> Freaking. Freaking coach. <laughs> so shout out to, to Jim Brown. Another legend. Man, for real, man. He was, that guy. I, I, I bet you that's exactly if he was ever on the sideline, which I'm not even sure if he ever really was on the sideline at all. But if he was, he would be exactly like he was. That's, <laughs> hell yeah. In that yes. movie. Yes. That was Jim that Brown was. actually in that movie. He um as I, when I went to uh when I went to Latonia and played played there, it's like a whole coaching staff full of the Jim Browns. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, that's, damn, that's really how them southern ass dudes would be, bro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. So, but yeah, shout out Eric Taylor. Coach Taylor is, he's up there. Like, it's him and Coach Boone. If you, if you combine those two, that's my, that's a, my perfect coach. The ultimate guy. Because really, Coach Boone gets the extra nod because he had to deal with integration. Yes. And, that, and Taylor that, had to deal with Tim Riggins fucking up and <laughs> other he stuff. Don't, like, don't, racism. Don't, sell, don't sell Coach Taylor. No, no, no. I mean, uh, not just that. Said, 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 like, you know, I win. I'm a winner. Yeah. Like, that, that <laughs> Boone was like, because Boone was one. Here's the thing. Both coaches were, you lose and you're out. They both were underneath that 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 pressure during practically their whole coaching career. Yeah, Coach Boone had to deal with integration, segregation, and racism at the at the peak boiling point. Yeah, you still had a little bit of that, that damn banana thrown at his ass, like man, and, and not brawl up there on that field. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the, no, he didn't get the he didn't throw it. No, no one threw him at it. He had that that guy said he took it with him. He no, he the, the guy was talking about uh I wouldn't do something to help that monkey or something like that. So yeah, he, I wouldn't do anything to help pass, that monkey. Oh yeah. When yeah, he yeah. passed, he said, Hey coach, and he threw the he threw the banana at him. 
Like on some, some straight G stuff. Subtle See? G shit after he beat y'all ass. Did Joe Rogan not player. watch that movie? Don't see that. Ah. Come on, you gonna get it? You are you trying? Mm. You're trying to get it? I'm not. I'm not trying to. Sh- I'm not sure. He's he's he, he wants he the spin off to be the only he one. Be, he be trying. He, he tries. <laughs> he wants the spin off to be the only one. Of the podcast. Matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna hit him with all of it. Hold on. Let me let me get this all out, my system. Yeah, get to. <laughs> let me let me just touch them all, Chef. All right, are we good? good. Oh, should man. you give him another? I feel like you should give him one more buzzer so that when he says something, yeah, yeah, just give him that one. That it's one, that one's taken care of. It's yeah. a book ended of all, just like eh, all this and eh. hold on, hold so, on, hold on. Oh, brother, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming. Now I got now you got me like now you got me like Shep on above the rim. Are we even are we even are we good now? I said are we good now? <laughs> oh, Not bro. so. Not so. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Golly, bro. man. <laughs> freaking five minutes into the damn podcast, you bring up freaking Joe Rogan. <laughs> Hard ER too. He goes, <laughs> he goes, what if I told you that Alvin Kamara was right? This is the type of fun you get on the me and each show, particularly oh, with all four of us together. Oh gosh! It's like how far off topic we are. Are ten minutes into the podcast? I don't know what the pull up is anymore. The pull, I don't know. It's obliterated. We'll just uh, go. Somebody we'll just, got traded today. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! I was the only one that wasn't traded this, today. Jeepers. Let me reset. All right. First and foremost, let's get the big stuff out the way. Super Bowl weekend is upon us this Sunday. Yeah. I don't even know what Super Bowl is. It Super Bowl Fifty Six, right? Tom, right? Does that sound right? Super Bowl Roman numerals. Listen, 50, uh... something. <laughs> well, I'm pretty know. sure there's an X and an L and a V I, and maybe a couple of I's. I just know the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals are playing. Yes, it should be the most epic Super Bowl halftime show it probably ever is. So that's all I know. And we it, gotta it's not going to top French, though. See, I'll, you know what? Let's talk about that, too. In let's, the rain. Let, let, hold on. Hold that thought. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you. I'll let you redeem yourself a little bit. Let me hold that thought. Let's talk about the game. Let's get our picks out. And then we're going to talk about memorable halftime specials that we've seen that we could rival what we could possibly see this weekend because I'm I'm going to go on record and say this might be the best one because I don't remember one this hype with this much star power in a minute because last, oh, year's, last year's was the weekend yeah, the memes were yeah. more funny and more memorable than the freaking halftime performance. performance yeah 
So, I'm, I'm, be, I'm be hollering at halftime at where at where we're at. I'm like, sit down, sh- shut up, everybody, <laughs> don't move, don't say a thing. Halftime on. For real, yeah, like because it's like where you going? Sit you... your ass down. Because <laughs> get again... up and wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, someone's up there sea walking. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about oh, get this, up. it's about to be live i yeah. mean i'm about to put the sound surround sound speakers on while it's <laughs> yeah it's gonna be live yeah oh that's gonna come on i know it do that oh, dr God. dre mary j mary j eminem, eminem kendrick I don't know, man. I don't. I, I just do not picture this being matched by anybody else. So I don't. Oh, I don't they're, gonna, they're gonna try to top us next year. Watch. It's just like so. Let's well, talk- like uh, from previous ones. Like, oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So you've got what? What's memorable? So we talked about the Prince one off top, right? That's definitely a memorable one. I think the was the, the Beyonce one was pretty dope. Cause wasn't that Beyonce and Lady Gaga, wasn't it? Or was Lady Gaga a different one? I can't remember the Lady Gaga one. I know Bruno. She was flying in the air. It looked like. Yeah. Bruno was Bruno was dope. Bruno, Bruno was dope. Yeah. Bruno was, Bruno was dope. Bruno was dope. I actually the one in Miami with Shakira and J Lo. That was a good yes. one. Yes. That was a real good one. The uh, theme, like with the theme of it all, like yeah, fuck with that. The Latin flavor. Oh, it was the Katy Perry one with the sharks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. it was Katy Perry and and Missy Elliott. And then people were thought like Missy, like Katy Perry had discovered Missy, like the like these young kids didn't know who Missy Elliott was. It was like, oh, it's so great that she's. It's freaking Missy Elliott, like Missy Elliott's yeah. one of the goats. <laughs> you know what I mean to ever do it. So Show some damn respect for real, for real, for real. So, um. I can't remember. I, Michael, no, the Michael. Oh, the Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was pretty good too. That was bad. Like, and actually, because the Michael Jackson, just that were, if I remember right, it was like Michael Jackson, like NSYNC, Britney Spears, and like Nelly. <laughs> like all of them, it was like something like that in like the early '90s, like late '90s, early 2000s. Had to be early 2000s with Nelly. I think it was man. just Michael. No, Mike. Michael did. I think Michael did two. He did one with the. It was the one with the, uh, the oh. Cowboys, and he did another one where he came. I thought he came out with oh. like in sync or back or back one of them too. Like I gotcha. Now that one, he popped up from the stage and just stood there like a statue. And the gold, the gold yes. thing, the gold black. That was the Cowboys one in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. That was I think that was Bills Cowboys. Damn. That was in 93. I want to say. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. I'm looking at Super Bowl 93. Super Bowl 93. I mean, yeah, no, Super no. Bowl in 1993. <laughs> it's not played yet. Yep, Dallas Cowboys and Buffalo Bills. Bruno Mars Jr. Jr. Playing in Super Bowl 93. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while we continue to look at that, let's take a, let's talk about the game though. Let's talk about the game first. Let's get let's get into that. Let's get into that for a second. All right. 
So oh, don't forget the other. I'm sorry, we forgot the 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 the, the, the jaw dropper. I'm I'm hovering. Super, I'm, I'm hovering. halftime shows. I'm hover, I'm hovering. When, you know. Yeah, we we. I didn't. I wasn't gonna say it because there's Janet Jackson. <laughs> yes, the Janet Jackson with uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, listen, oh, I mean, we were in Atlanta and I threw a little party. It was uh, E's birthday. So I, I had his friends over, his next door neighbor. Had all, they were all in high school. I think. Was, was it high school? Like no, nah, we was in eighth grade. We was in eighth so grade. That was, yeah. Room full of eighth graders. I yeah. had I had wings. I had, I had wings. Pizza came over. You know, I had all this. It was just me and the boys. And I'm getting them all ready. I finally sit down. It was halftime. And I was like, all right. I need to watch the rest of this game. And they all in there. We were halftime show on. It's going. And then it and then that happened. And the lights went out. I was like, what did it? Wait a minute. And I looked over at, at uh uh Muhammad. <laughs> and his mouth was like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I think you were he was just like, did I? And I was like, I was confused. Yeah, I was wait a minute. Did, that was <laughs> trust me next day like i don't think at that point we'd go on youtube or, or social media and find out what happened i mean right. had to wait till the next day and no, so the next day I, I went on the internet because i was like i looked i remember i looked because i was like i remember i was in vegas we were watching it and i didn't think we had some friends over and i was like did he just pull out on twitter yeah. <laughs> I saw him reach, and I was like, "Damn, what's this?" I saw the whole. because it was like there was no. I don't think there was no delay. I saw him reach, and I saw him rip. Oh yeah, and I saw her grab. I saw it, and I was like, "I was like," and all of a sudden, I was like, "I finally saw (gasps) Janet." Bro, we had uh, because my homie Saeed was over there. Well, Muhammad's homie, and it was his birthday that day because it was February first. So my day was my birthday was that Monday after that. Happy birthday Uh, to you, early. But um, Saeed wasn't. He has he didn't come back ever again. (laughs) 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 Parents found out he watched the Super Bowl, and they're like, "Yeah, you." Yeah, like, we there. let you do it. They were all Muslim. He's like, we let you do this one time. One time. Man, that, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, no, that might be that for obvious reasons. And I can't man. remember what songs they sang. I just. Well, that one was Rock With You. Yeah. What, you what, rock what, was even, what was even going on? Like, how did that even. Like happened. What was he trying to do? He was supposed to. So I guess from what I heard, he was supposed to rip off the thing, like rip off the the top to let to like let out to show her like her. She was supposed to have like a bra underneath, but they they had canceled that. Like they weren't going to do that. They, and so when he ripped it off, she just had just the pasty on it to cover. That was yeah, it. I they actually right. have it on the. Uh, uh, the New York Times, they got a, they got their own show where they do like investigation reports and uh, it's on for like an hour, two hours like that. And uh, they actually did that, that Super Bowl, that, that whole thing. And it went into depth of what's going on. I haven't watched it yet. I, I 
I got it queued up, but I just haven't watched it. And uh, I, I forgot about it. So I'm definitely going to watch that. So I, I got to find out exactly what happened. Because even, even on uh, Janet's special, on her, her doc, I haven't she, watched she it. touched on it. I know she probably touched on it. I haven't yeah, watched she, it. Yeah. I thought it was a good documentary, by the way. But she did talk about it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, for the fact that she got all the – she got she took all the heat. And, all and, the appara- and, and apparently – like Justin, Justin was gonna come out early and say something. Janet told him, "Don't worry about it," and she just took she took all those arrows for him. And so and it's it's crazy because remember, cause Janet her album was, that her album that she had was with the, uh, the 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 most iconic album cover was uh you know the, the way the love goes uh, if that album yeah, that was like that was that was like ninety. Four five ish. That was after. That was no before. no no. I mean that was before. That was before. That was before. Yeah. That was before that. This was Janet was working on. She was coming off that Buster Rhymes. You no. Know, yeah yeah yeah. Like she was on that right at that point in time. She like people don't understand. Like Janet was what people have Beyonce as Janet. That's what Janet was. Yes. Like Janet was Beyonce before Beyonce, and honestly. If you want, and I, I've said this, if if people are like, well, whoever wants to touch Beyonce in a in a versus Janet, yes. Janet would actually Jack, Janet would actually beat Beyonce, I think when it comes to come when it comes down to it. Yeah, I think so personally, because she just because the discography is is much longer than Beyonce. Beyonce's only got maybe a fifteen year run. Janet went and did it for over twenty plus years. Yeah, she's shit. Go back to Rhythm Nation. That's like 83, 84. Right? The Beehive, um, his comments do not reflect the thoughts of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Rhythm Nation, I think, no, Rhythm Nation had to be what? 80, no, maybe 85, 86. 86, yeah. Yeah, 85. But still, you're still talking over 20 plus years. And she still she still dropped a couple of things. And then her doctors dropped, and everybody named mama wanted to watch that. Just saying. Nah. I mean, she ain't on no Disney Plus, but still. Right. Right. Which is, you know, we'll talk about that some other time. Uh but <laughs> you know, oh. I mean, she was on uh when she did her movie roles. Hell, she was in good times, bro. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And different I'm strokes. Still scarred from that episode. And, okay. and- and, and, yes. Hey, poetic justice. Poetic justice with Tupac and Q-tip. Poor yes. Q-tip got waxed. Oh man, that was. He said, "Let me get some." Hey, yeah, and... you okay? Yeah, I just saw these <laughs> homies back there that I saw. Wow! Didn't even get. Didn't even get. Couldn't even get out of his mouth. He was dead. Roll credits. Oh no! No, because he was like, "Yeah, I just." I said, "Man, I just saw," and he turned around. He was like, "Are those? Are you pulling out your such a bra?" Bam! Yep. He didn't get to touch, man. Yeah. That scene. Can I tell you one of my favorite scenes from that? There's a lot of favorite favorite scenes from from Poetic Justice, but my favorite thing is when (laughs) she looked at Pac and was like, "Let's cut the BS." She's like, "You want to smell my punani?" Yeah. Like, wait a minute, what? Is she called her like, home homegirl over there? Blue oh. or brown? Oh. oh my 
like, wow. That was that was foul, but it was hella funny. I was like, dang, yeah. Janet. So yeah, was Joe Torre in there? Joe, and, was a hot Joe and, and who else was in that movie? Who else was in the truck? Virginia King. Yes, sir. Regina. Regina oh. King. Get my 40. Yeah. Nigga, Joe Torre was working on the ways, wasn't he? For uh, the whole movie. <laughs> the entire movie. He said, you stutter every time you lie. He's like, no, I don't. You know I hit that. Joe Torre. Man, that's amazing. Wow, where did he go, man? I think it's, honestly, I think his brother got, his little brother got more famous than he and he just kind of faded away. Guy Torre? Yeah. Guy was guy was doing listen, guy was the last one that did movies. Yeah. Last yeah. time I saw Joe, he was on like it was like Joe and then got and the guy got introduced and then we just lost Joe. Yeah. And Joe just kind of, you know, I thought he was doing like those bootlegged, you know, straight to DVD movies. So I don't know. But yeah, well, it's gonna be interesting this halftime. I'm I'm looking forward to I, I just hope it doesn't disappoint with all the hype. So, but don't disappoint. I mean, if Dr. Dre got 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 hold of this, you know it's gonna be crazy. The beats gonna because he don't he don't he don't mess around, man. The beats go for sure gonna be crazy. Um, Snoop, you know, ah, here's my question: how how much is gonna get bleeped out? How much how how much cuss words are gonna actually fly open? <laughs> how much how much smoke gonna be around? Oh, I'm not. There's gonna be a ton of smoke. I'm. It's LA. <laughs> And it's new. So <laughs> the new owner of Death Row, you know he going out. Oh, he, he's doing all this stuff. Shout out for that too, because I saw that. I, I had not read all read, read into it, but wow. Yeah, I mean, but who's gonna? Who the hell are you gonna put on that? That uh, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it ain't. It ain't. I mean, it ain't. It's cool that he got it, but I'm like, is there true? People to get on there like that. Is it so did he buy it from Hasbro? Because Hasbro owned. I, I, I haven't gotten the details. I just said I just saw that's, it. That's gonna team. be an interesting conversation. Yeah, need to find that out. Des, you know by any chance who how he did how Snoop ended up owning Death Row now? He, did he buy it from Hasbro? Because I knew last time I knew Hasbro owned Death Row, it was, which was crazy. Was no, Snoop Snoop owns Death Row now. I forget how he did it, but he he owns it now. Uh oh, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. Uh, play the breaking news sounder. Breaking news. Sounder is being played. This according to Bleacher Report, surprise, surprise, Jamar Chase wins Offensive Rookie of the Year with 1,455 yards and 13 touchdowns. So shout out to Jamar Chase. Not a surprise. Yeah, like I said, surprise, surprise. Not, wasn't surprising that dude playing in, playing in his rookie year in the Super Bowl. So... Interesting, interesting. We got to come back to that death row, that death row thing, because that's gonna be interesting to find out all the next week. Yeah, well, I won't be on next week. I'll be, in, I'll be getting off a flight in Chicago. So we got, we got this. Yeah, y'all, y'all, well, y'all can do the show without me. 
I don't have to do it. I can do it without me. Wow, the look. <laughs> Y'all basically gave me the. Oh, no, I was trying to think. Mm. Next week. Yeah, next week I will be in Chicago. Thursday. Oh, okay. Thursday to Wednesday. Gotcha. Freezing my butt off. So. See, that's why I'm going in April. <laughs> smarter, much smarter. I had no choice. I had no choice. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, moving right along, let's go back. To, let's go back to originally what we were supposed to be talking about: Super Bowl picks. Shep. Yes. Who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Let's get it on wax now. Who are, are we you? just picking, or are we doing scores too? I think we need to. I think we're going to do the bonus for the score. Oh, I didn't even pull it up. Oh, my bad. So, so we're, we're gonna do yeah. So we're gonna do pick and score. So we'll do uh, we'll do <clears throat> Chef, then Des, then E to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and do it because I'm I'm going like I just straight in her eye and I just told her like you know, Cincinnati 3431. That's not what I'm doing. I'm going that way. 3431 Cincy. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just straight up told him. I just straight up told him. You know, I was just like, I was like. See, you 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 going with Joe Shiesty, huh? Oh, 31. Okay. Des, <clears throat> who are you picking? I'm going with the Rams. Final score will be 30. 16. Rams 3016. Okay. okay, okay, okay. You okay. said 30 to 16? Well, a 14 point victory. Interesting. E Staples. Who has um, a one game lead over me. So he's got to get this and 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 the points. If he gets one of them, he went. He's gonna pretty much win. Like the best I could do is tie. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Rams, and I'm gonna do uh, 20, 28-24. You going who? He's Rams. going Rams twenty-eight-twenty-four. Rams. The whole week I was saying I was gonna pick the Bengals, but. I haven't picked him yet, so why, why would I keep doing it? <laughs> why would I do it again? Why would I do it? And again, I got to hit the sounder. Bro, this better be the one I want to hear. Defensive, according to Bleacher Report. Michael Parsons has been named Defensive Player of the Year. Rookie defensive. I'm player. waiting for the Hall of Fame. I was about to say rookie play defensive player of the year. Oh, right? no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take that back. He's named Defensive Player of the Year. Sorry. Over TJ Watt. So this was that's what Bleacher Report said. Actually, it's not even Bleach Report. It's ESPN. Parsons named Defensive Player of the Year. That's so wrong. Mm-hmm. That's so wrong. 
TJ Watt almost broke the sack record with the less games than Michael Strahan. Technically, technically, he should have broke the sack. He he did it. They took it back. He did it. Yeah, but they Retro, took away that sack. Retroactive. Yeah, trying to hold a almost brother down. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, bro. <laughs> I mean, I guess Happy Black History Month, man. Hmm? Michael Parsons, but Jesus. From a yeah. football standpoint, that's wrong. Yeah. But whatever. So now any chance any chance the media gets to uh stroke the Cowboys is, is nice. We might so. have to redact that. I might get a redactor button. So now Bleacher Report. So at the, I corrected myself. It's ESPN. I just I'm reading it how it says Michael Par- Michael Parsons pressured the quarterback on 18.3 percent of his pass rushes, leading NFL as part of Defensive Player of the Year campaign. And it says Parsons named Defensive Player of the Year. Bleacher Report says Michael Parsons wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. Cowboys linebacker unanimously wins 2021 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Award. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So again, I know ESPN might have gotten it wrong. They may have. They've they've gotten shit wrong a few times. Bro, not only have they gotten shit, let's not talk about the whole White Sox debacle where they just forgot the White Sox won the World Series in 2005. When the Cubs won, they're like, hey, first world, first Chicago World Series since the, <laughs> since like 1905. And the White Sox are like, uh we just won in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> like, happy for them. We just won one. So, uh, since hey, since we're talking about redaction, I do want to send a, a correction on my part uh, from last week's podcast. Uh, I apologize. I uh, I actually forgot that Lovey did coach the next year in Tampa Bay. So I said that he was originally uh, he sat out a year and couldn't get a job. He actually got a job and with six and ten he got fired. So uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. the uh, dirt. The uh, dirt cutter. cutter stab in the back. Yes, <laughs> he did some Game of Thrones type stuff to Lovey. Yes, shout out to Lovey. By the way, yeah, yes. I'm glad he got a head coaching job again, man. Oh yeah, yeah. A little odd how he got it, but yes, very odd. Because he wasn't even a finalist. <laughs> he wasn't even a finalist. Bro, he was, he was talked to about the finalists. Like, they brought him in an office to go over the finalists and what he thought. You know what I think? Yeah. I think I should be a red. And how about you just hire me? Yeah. I suck. Um, yeah. And hey, also, am I putting these scores in right? And, and let me, no, because, Mark, you didn't give yours yet. No, I haven't given mine yet. I've did, been delayed. E, did I get your score right? Uh yeah, you got mine. Uh Dez yes. said 30 to 16. 30 to 16, that's what it was. Yeah, I just know it was about 14. I have I haven't done mine yet. Yeah, you haven't done yours. Uh actually, and I'm looking. So Bleacher Report reported 20 minutes ago that Watt won defensive player of the year. So Okay. DJ Watt. Okay. Okay. That makes now that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. I have no problem with him winning defensive rookie of the year, but defensive player of the year like, should be JJ Watt. I mean TJ yeah. Watt. Yeah, absolutely. It's just how again, how ESPN. Yeah. Okay. You, you would think with all that money, all right? They could at least get someone on to write down to tweet it out. Right. Or, when they announce MVP tomorrow night or I think Saturday night? So, uh, yeah, tomorrow or yeah. Saturday's the honors, right? No, today, right now. It's it's live streaming right now. Oh, the honors, the NFL honors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. So we'll get that tonight. 
Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. We'll know if uh, Devin Hester makes it first ballot or not. Yes, he better. There's no, there's no. Bro, there's, yeah, he's the greatest returner of all time. Like, change the game. If he doesn't. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Some of the stories I've, I've been hearing, bro. And I, someone mentioned it. It was just like the returns, like, you remember a lot of the ones that he's, when he scored. But what about the ones he didn't score and they still were impactful? Or what about? Yeah. I was like, damn, yeah. you Facts. are right. Yeah. Yes. For real. Yes. Yes. The, the flip and field position, God, honestly. I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah, and, sure. and and it capped it off his rookie year. I like ran off the opening kickoff in the Super Bowl. Wasn't yeah, touched. Oh my god! Wasn't touched. Like it, everybody knows, like if this man gets his hands on the ball, like before the Super Bowl was talked about for two weeks. Once the teams were announced. Even said they even said we're not going to kick to him. We're not going to kick to him. Open a kickoff. It looks like it's going to him. He catches it, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, they kicked it to him!" Yeah. Oh my gosh, did he just got through them? Oh my gosh! Oh, he's gone. All right, you couldn't tell me. You couldn't tell me. Bears weren't going to win the Super Bowl when that happened. Right. I I was and like, then we got the interception. Over. I was like, it's over. It's it's yeah. Like, it's I was like, yeah. Just countdown. Let's go. I want to see the Bears win the Super Bowl in my lifetime. And again, for me, this is coming off of 2005 with a white with, so- with a White Sox won the freaking World Series. I was like, it don't get no better than this. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it's the next year. Yeah, yeah I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, I, I partied on that one too. I partied. We were in Atlanta. I was just like, we did kick it pretty tough. We watched it. I was in Vegas with sitting there with a mafioso dude <laughs> dealership, just like can't believe this is about to happen like can you believe this freaking white i lived long enough to see the white Sox on the world series so and, and wasn't the year before the janet one no nah, that was oh three which oh, one two for what Dude, that was oh that yes, was three oh four yeah it was oh three that because we moved down to atlanta oh three yeah we moved down to atlanta party? in august oh three the cubs broke our hearts so that was in october four. You talking about Bartman, yeah. right? Bartman, yeah, that was Bartman. Yes. That was Bartman. No, Bartman was 0-2. It was 0-3. We had just 0-3. got to Atlanta. Yeah, we had just got to no, no, Atlanta. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't even have furniture. We were in there with uh, we had a lawn chair and they're watching this game. Man, what for real though? I, I was in Vegas. Uh, we were in a condo. So yeah. So uh, that was that was the following. That was my first full year in Vegas. That was a yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember didn't realize storm- I could sink so low in my my damn lawn chairs that was when they when that apartment happened i was like oh, that that don't feel right something's yeah no, but see, he, he, people forget though before Bartman happened, you had the air at short uh who was a shortstop it was, was it after Gonzalez? it was after yes. alex it was gonzalez oh gonzalez alex gonzalez yeah, yeah he, he had it a, was he, after it was after no that was after that yeah because that yeah. that that air happened right after that and that's when my heart sunk yes yeah so that was, was like, that's the thing like, that, I, that was like, man, here we go. I remember Shep was like five outs, man. And then <laughs> all hell broke loose, bro. Say <laughs> so the quiet. Oh, my God. Son. Oh, uh, man. As far <sighs> as my prediction, let me get my prediction real quick before we get too away, before we get too down uh, memory lane. So I, by proxy, I, I'm going to say this. I firmly believe. The Rams are going to win. 
However, I got to go opposite of E. That's the reason why I went last. So I can try to win. Oh. So oh. I'm going to say I'm Joe Shiesty. I'm going to go say 24. 20. That's why I picked the Rams. Because I was like, he I know, I know, I know, I know. So I had to pick the favorites. 24-20, Joe Shiesty. So are we going to go, if we get the score, you get an extra point? Yep. Bonus yeah. point for extra score? Yeah. So I'm still, I can still tie? You could still tie. I could, I could, I could, I'm firmly in second, but I could drop down. And again, I could, I could change my point, my pick at any point in time. So <laughs> just before the kickoff happens. So, but yeah. So yeah. Okay. We got our picks. Oh, wait, crap. I, I put it backwards. I'm sorry. Hold on. Give me Desmond stuff. No, no disrespect to Des. Des is his old man. You said 2420? Yes, sir. Okay. There we go. All right. So that ends our football segment until we get to the offseason. I swear I should I should be tied with E. That damn interception drop. I no, I should be tied with E because I shouldn't have switched my pick back. I I messed up. I had the Bengals and I switched it. I also strategic. <laughs> Bro, that was for me. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna live with that buzzer every time I think about it. So uh last I knew one of the road teams was gonna win. I just I knew that and I picked I just went to I did the wrong combination. Yeah. I'm gonna go also let's talk about real quick. Uh Pro Bowl happened, yada yada, who cares? The only yeah. thing from the Pro Bowl is what we were talking about before the show started. All bad things are happening in Vegas. Alvin Kamara whooped the brakes off of someone. Um and now it could face four years for for uh, assault charges, and it wasn't all him. No, he's not gonna get it. He's not gonna. It was get all that. He did. He did punch the dude. He did, but yeah. him, when you have boys with you at six thirty, you why would you still be out, bro? Like I know it's Vegas. I know you. We've all said nothing happens good after two a.m. Nothing. That is what, magnified what, in Vegas, though. That is like magnified. First off, what, first off, what's the deal with running backs and elevators? See, oh god, yeah, 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 that's, that's, uh, oh, give them all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, damn, bro. Uh, are, are we still? I mean, is this show gonna be like make it past episode 43? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, this year and change that you have been tuning in to the Eat Me and Me show. Grand open the grand closing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, but it's uh, yeah, that's a, that that's that's a that's an interesting point. I will say, Desmond. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, I just <laughs> Vegas is all season long. Four out of five major things that have happened have been. They're about to Vegas from Gruden yeah. to Ruggs to our, our net to this. 
I, mean, I, guess, I guess they had to make it for last year, the first year, because nothing could happen because it was quarantine. Mm. So I guess it's just, just this year they're just like, okay, we got throwing <laughs> last year's shit to this year. We just just bring it on. <laughs> what? Run it back in the elevator? Bring it here. <laughs> it <was> a, <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> I don't want to comment on it. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> everything's gonna be wrong. Somebody <laughs> being racist. Me. And he's got emails. Bring it on. Bring, come on, pile it on, pile it on. Okay. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> I can't listen. That's about as good much you're gonna get out of me on that topic. I'm. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, I already missed. I listen. I've already potentially threatened or got on the beehive agenda. So I'm. I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not on there. I'm not. I'm not they going. will find you. <laughs> I'll, I'll it. It's just not, not taken away from Beyonce, but I just think Janet could hey. be. So it's just my opinion. He's a subjective anyway. Yeah, very. So. Moving right along, because I don't want to belabor the point and have more inf- info out there for the behalf. Come get yeah. me. <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm sorry. Before you, I, I meant to catch you before you did that, mm-hmm. but I, I got to pose a question. I have to pose this question. It's a serious one. Uh, what? Hold on. Let me explain. No, no. You can take it away because it ain't even gonna be there. What? What can they do? What is there to be done about the Pro Bowl? There's nothing you can do. I don't think there's anything you can do. Even I'm, though how 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 it looked and 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 what where it's at right now, the I'm kind gonna, of sport that this is. What can you do? Just just name it. Just like the All Pro team. Just name it. And if you want to do it, if you want to do anything, do a skills have competition. a ceremony out there and yeah, just have just a skills their... competition. Have a turn it into a uh, uh, oh, you can, you know what you could do? You could name it, and then you could turn. You can do the NFL honors all at the same damn time. Just put oh, yeah. one, that, one thing. Instead of waiting the goddamn five days later, yeah, just, do it all. It's just a weekend of celebration. Name your name. Who's offensive and all that and. Yeah. All pro team, yeah. pro bowl team, and then boom. And you can have, like I said, you can lead into it, have a, a quarterback competition or an agility competition, some, you know, some type of competition thing where there's money on the line for charity or whatever. If you're trying to get some type of ratings, boom, do that. And then two days later, you have the NFL honors dinner where you, you talk about the all pro, um, which they should, honestly, let's do that. They should just make the all Madden team. Right, have someone in honor of John Madden do that. Boom. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Be out. Yeah, because the game is um, actually an insult now. Yeah. Yeah. To me, um, because as a huge football fan, with that being an understatement, to see dudes out there catching a football and then getting two hand tagged with full shoulder pads and equipment on is extremely extremely comical and then also you got fucking fullbacks <laughs> double reverse passing or whatever like just yeah. ridiculous plays like and i guess like that's the fun part of it but at least tackle each other you know what i mean like yeah well, I, know. Like, I mean but that's the thing i get it it's always been that way i mean it got to a point where it could even you could only rush four four guys and yeah. they don't even rush so you got your lineman there for basically just to hike the ball and and give a high Stand five up. to to right. the to the four that are coming, you know. So it's just it's just a point. And it's Shannon Sharp, but we had second week in a row. We got him in Shannon Sharp. 
you know, how how he blasted in the, you know, like back in the day when I was pro, like, bro, their pro ball was, I was, if it wasn't for Sean Taylor, it, it pretty much be the same thing, bro. You know, like. <laughs> they do it, keep it showing never, that one play when they talk about what the Pro Bowl used to be. They keep showing no, that one play. Pro Bowl was Sean Taylor just happened to do that. Pro Bowl for years, for years hasn't really been that way. I mean, been right. been that contact like they've been able to tackle, but they've been scared ever since. Remember, they had the sport competition where they they were in the sand. Yeah, not Fred someone, Taylor. It was a running back from Pitt, uh, from New England. Uh, not Fred Taylor. Um, Corey Dillon. No, um, it was a, it was a they drafted a running back who did really good, and he got and he hurt. messed his knee up um, yeah. in the sand. In the sand, and, uh, yeah, it's the sand. Like I wouldn't have been playing. Yeah, that's that's unstable as it is. Like not, right. so I'm gonna yeah. find out who it is. I know what you're talking about. And ever since then, like they just been cautious about the Pro Bowl, especially when Sean Taylor hit that hit that quarterback. It's just like whoa, you know. But they still want to have the games. So if you hear anybody, like them old dudes that are talking about like, man, the Pro Bowl sucked this year and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, man. Like, even back then, like, you really, you didn't really go full speed. Only one person went full speed. Yeah. You know, you'd always have that one just go full speed and, and but. Robert Edwards. Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor didn't know how to turn it off, which no, made yeah. him so amazing. Like, that, that's and, what he knew uh, how to play one way. And dude from Minnesota, uh, the, the, the D, the, the D tackle, uh, uh, that always had the the, the war paint on. John Randall, Randall. John yeah, I Randall? think he went. He he kind of went full speed one year. He didn't kill nobody, but I think he was. He couldn't <clears throat> turn it off for some reason. Yeah, it was Robert Edwards was your guy mm-hmm. for the Patriots. Got you. So, he nearly he, yeah, nearly he nearly lost his leg too. That was Ooh, was bad. that bad? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Mess up some nerves. Mm-hmm. Shit. So I, mean, I remember, I remember not... watching it live. It is like his whole leg, like it almost like turned around. Like it was bad. It was bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, imagine. oh, that's that's yeah, that didn't yeah. look right. And they cut, yeah. we're gonna go to the commercial, and he's just holding his leg. I was like, oh, oh. yeah. So yeah, and and I know one asshole in the in the booth, like, we're gonna go to commercial. again like i said they can still do you don't do anything stupid like being on the beach but you could have your fastest man competition you could do there's some other things you could do with money going to the winner and money going to charity there's some things you could do the quarterback competition eating contest there's some other shit axe throwing the axe throwing things oh axe throwing was okay no you don't get you don't want to the see Aaron Rodgers throw axe. No, I'm doing like the offensive. Russell Wilson, he was accurate. He was surgical with that bitch this weekend. No, Russell Wilson was, was surgical with those that. Those were pretty fucking dope throws. I do like that. I like that they put the DB in front of the targets. Yeah, I like that they I mean, do that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, they can and, and Kirk Cousins looked horrible in that. Yeah, he looked <laughs> so <laughs> shitty. I was oh my like, God. is this even a? <laughs> Practice no warm up, no nothing. I'm just I think him and Justin Jefferson had the same time or same thing. Oh no, Justin Jefferson did the uh, the dodgeball. The no, nah, the not the dodgeball. They did the the targets that were like moving, and then you had the deep one that was a four pointer. Um, yeah, the five pointer was like moving up top, and and then you had a deep ball. I thought it was just the quarterback stuff. No, nah, they had uh other skill guys do it. Oh really? Yeah, they did that last year that where they had other skill guys do it. 
See, that's I, I think Devontae participated in one too last year. I didn't see that, but I will I go see that. I mean, that's about it. That's about as much things I would want I would want to watch from right weekend, aside from that game because that game is just it's, it's trash. Yeah, and but I give it a chance for linemen though. That's why I was like the pie eating contest. Is, I mean, you got to do something with the linemen. Shit, do one on ones with the linemen like they do at the combines. Nah, uh, nah, too much. Nah. Have you have you seen? The... I mean, it gets nasty, but still. It's shit is nasty. I just watched the college combine. I saw like I saw college combine was crazy. I saw three. I saw three plays, and one of them was that dude from Northern Iowa just smashed oh, it. Penning with the left tackle. Yes, and it was weird for me to see him do it then that I caught him because I saw his tape of smashing somebody from North Dakota State. Yeah, I just yeah, there's not much. I mean, it, it's it's. As much as they talk about this when it's like NBA dunk contest, it's just like. <sighs> See, the dunk contest, they're still every so often they're I mean, it's, I don't think it's going to the, I think the, the pinnacle probably was that last one with Levine and Gordon. Like that yeah. was. Some, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. It's just how much more can you do? Right. You know, but then you, but then you, then you look, you see some of these just YouTubers or like the off wall, like, you know, Sprite. And okay. One, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They do some of these dunks. You're like, Oh, okay. Like that yeah. was like surprising, you know? So again, but most of these guys aren't going to do that. Now, maybe, maybe if you might want to take the best in the NBA versus like the best that are not, I mean, just try to do something different. Like, a, you know, I don't know. You got to bring old girl from that. That just dunked on, uh, it was at high school. Did y'all see that clip? The high I school? saw the clip. I didn't know she was a girl. I thought it was a because it didn't look like it looked like all dude, but the one she came. I, with, I knew it was a girl, and I was like, it, it, she, that the drove heck? baseline, and she did. She she did the. Yeah, you know, I kept rewinding. I was like, did she step on someone to get up there? Well, the thing about it was, I heard some. I heard Jalen. It's like, okay, hold up, Jalen. And so I thought it was a yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. know it was a girl until someone. I was like, no, that's not a girl. But okay. I mean, yeah, that was yeah, a dope yeah. dunk, though. That was yeah, that was, that was a, a yam sandwich poster. Quick, too. Yam sandwich. Yes. Straight up. So shout out. So let's uh speaking of basketball, let's get and talk about this quick NBA trade trade deadline that went by. The big deal that went by. Ben Simmons is no longer a 76er. He is now up the turnpike. In New Jersey, actually Brooklyn, to be more precise. Yeah, like right uh, in Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn. Yeah. Where Brooklyn at? That's where Ben Simmons was saying at night because he's got to find out. So the trade up was the Nets received Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, which is unpre- unprotected but has a right to defer until 2023. Okay, so that's odd. A 2027 first-round pick that's top eight protected through 2028. And then it becomes two seconds, if not conveyed. Where um, and then the 76ers get James Harden and Paul Millsap. Gentlemen, what's your thoughts of this trade? Desmond, what's your thoughts of the trade? Uh, I like the trade for uh for Brooklyn. Um, you know, I think it makes sense for them. They get a uh a really a solid defender all-star caliber player that who wants to play, get some fresh legs for a team that's injured. 
and for a, a person that you know hasn't played half a season, uh, you know, I, I think it's a big boost. I think both teams got better in the East overall today. Got uh, got better, you know, definitely a lot more competition in the East, like there already already was competition in the East. But I mean, I like to treat I like the team for both. Uh, I like to trade for both uh, teams. Um, Nets solved a lot of problems. They got defense. They got a big man in Drummond, and they got more shooting with Curry. So I mean, I like to trade for Brooklyn. E, what do you think of the trade? Um, it's unfortunate that the big three only gave us sixteen games altogether. Yes. Yes. Um. And it kind of makes you think what could have been because they were 13 and three in those 16 games. So um, just, just a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, I kind of agree with Shaq, maybe get rid of Kyrie, you know? Um, I mean, even though that he's, he's kind of in there sporadically, but um, I don't know. It kind of feels like he's hurting the team a little bit, but who cares anyway? um, I like that they got Curry. I think they won that in real big. They won that in real big fashion. He's having a pretty good. He's having a pretty good year this year, adding shooting. Um, you know, pair him with Kevin Durant and things like that. Uh, ben Simmons. Hopefully, he can develop a jump shot, or you know, maybe he. Hopefully, him been working. You know what I'm saying? To to be able to you know contribute. But if Ben Simmons can really get going and and contribute, get some more points and and do what he's been doing athletically, uh, Brooklyn's very dangerous. You know, um, they just been on a skid and James Harden, I guess he just wasn't happy there. You know, no. um, no. wasn't happy there. He was misled. He, hasn't been <laughs> he was misled. Since the whole thing, like, I guess the his tipping point was the whole, how they were handling and requiescing to Kyrie. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, I like it. And I, I agree with Dez. I like it for Brooklyn. You know, um, I think, I think Brooklyn won that trade slightly. You know what I'm saying? But Philly did get better, though. Philly did get better. Because Dave, the, arguably the guy who's playing at MVP level in Joel. Yeah, I think he's the MVP right now. Yeah. I think so. And you just gave him a guy who can do the one thing that he desperately needs is be a constant outside threat. Yeah. And he can get to the line. Yes. Get those easy buckets. Shep. How are you from Philly side? Do you think that they got that they gave up too much, or do you think they got exactly what they wanted? I'm not what they wanted. Do you think they, they think they got better by unloading Ben Simmons and and Steph. I mean, not Steph, Seth Curry, and not giving up any of their young assets because they gave up none of their young players. They didn't give up Maxi. They didn't give up uh, Thibault. They didn't give up any of those uh, of those cats. Uh, and they're not adding dropping in a James Harden. Yeah, not really dropping in James Harden, but they're also dropping in his what twenty-five million dollar buyout or or uh, extension or yeah, whatever. No, forty. Yeah, he, it, he he said he's opting in. He's already committed to opting in, in. 40, 40, 45 minute opt-in for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I mean, yeah, I think they got better with Harden. Um, the pieces that they they gave away and uh, possibly some of their future as well. Uh, you know, I think I don't know. The East just just got more intriguing now. You know, uh, with all these moves because you know the Nets are in, yeah, yes. and, and now you got Philadelphia. 
you know, uh, you didn't hear a squeak from Miami, but, you know, just overall, I think the Nets, you know, I mean, I think Philadelphia did get the person that they would need to at least uh, compete to get over that hump, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know, the Nets, they're just, it's they're still circus-like to me in a way because of Kyrie, you know, I mean, you made, you made this move and, um, but you did get a lot of assets too. So uh, they might be able to balance out at Kyrie, you know, the times that Kyrie's not there, but in the playoffs and your home, in your home games, it's like you're missing part of, you know, you'll be missing this dude during the playoffs and it's going to, it's going to be odd, you know, but you know, KD's going to be KD and I think he's going to hold him out. So I think the playoffs, the East playoffs is going to be pretty, pretty amazing. Very interesting. Very Definitely interesting. Inter- there's some very capable teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I mean, I know we'll probably talk about them, but you know, the Bulls, they stay pat and, you know, and probably pick up somebody here or there on the waiver line. And, um, they're looking you know, at the but, buyout situations, maybe like yeah. Millsap, yeah. something like that. Uh, Millsap is, is talked about as a, as a buyout. There was a couple other names are out there. Um, someone already did a buyout. Someone uh, just picked somebody up. I think it was Toronto or somebody that hmm. bought somebody out. So the Lakers, like, they yeah. said that they're playing that they're playing the buyout market. Which yeah, is they tried to trade Russell. They tried to trade Russell. Yeah, they so what happened was they were trying to that's the that's my biggest shock. I'm surprised that didn't happen. But the right. reason being was because the, the Rockets were trying to insist on them giving to get, take back Russ. They're like, hey, we want a number one pick. And the Lakers was like, I ain't got one till next millennium. No. Nah. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna we need no. more than Russ. Yeah. No, yeah. Russ is a I ideally Russ is probably still a better player than John Wall because John Wall hasn't played in two years right i'm about to say the availability portion yeah we yeah. don't i don't even know what we're gonna get with john wall right um that's my that was my thing people were like well john wall john wall but i'm just like well what, what do we do we even know what we're getting with john wall like you know he's basically been collecting 40 million dollars so yeah get your money get your money for sure but i'm saying like yo i mean um how much could he help? Will he Joe LeBron? You know, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's there's some. It's a it's a over. So let me kind of go back real quick. The East, yes, the East just got much. Just a reshuffling of the uh, of the cards a little bit between the two teams made both teams better, I think, and that much more of a threat to the Bulls. So the, yes. the, and the Bulls have to get three or four seed. You don't want to slip down to the six seed or the seven seed because you could be easily out of it. Know playing in the play at play in game and gotta go the hard way. They really got to claw and scratch. And I understand what the Bulls said, Pat. You, their teams are asking too much for what they were need, and mm-hmm. they need everyone that they have on their team. Their trade deadline is basically getting people healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Getting all back and Caruso back, getting um, uh, Derek White, uh, Derek Jones Jr. back, and then even giving Patrick Williams because it looks like Pat's going to come back before the end of the season. So, which is a which is going to be a big help for them if they can find a way to grab a some type of big, you know, keep a you know freaking. <laughs> I saw here's what I thought was some was funny. Thomas Centeraski got traded three times <laughs> in the yeah. last few days. This dude is. Oh, he got traded again. He got traded. He went. He went to. Uh, 
he went from the, the Pelicans traded him to Portland. Portland then traded him to Utah. Utah traded him to San Antonio, and then San Antonio traded him to Toronto. <laughs> so oh, I did like the Milwaukee pickup. Milwaukee got dead. Yeah, Milwaukee got it. Milwaukee. Like honestly, low key, I'm just, the Sacramento Kings actually pulled out a smart trade for once. Getting yeah. Sabonis. That was a, that yeah. was a shock. Sabonis is man. And forget and then they pick up some shame, bro. Too. They got got rid of Marvin Bagley. Um, San Antonio. They did lose that 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 guard though. I think they lost that guard. Yeah, Ty, but here's the thing about Tyrese Halliburton, and I know Dez was shocked. Indiana. He got uh he got traded. The problem with Tyrese Halliburton is, I think you're seeing his ceiling. I don't think he's going to get any better than what he is. You know what I mean? Lanky guard. Unorthodox shot. He's not going to be a superstar. He's not going to be a person that you're going to be better. Like he's a great rotational piece on a good solid team. Someone you build around. Yeah, not someone you build around. He's he's just he. In in other words, that's layman turn for you. He's just a guy, slightly like just a little bit above just a guy. But that's just a guy. Just not the guy, but you're a guy. Just a guy. You're rotational piece. You know, a solid rotation. Not a solid rotational piece. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, if you're going to get some bonus, you got to give up something anyway. So I'd rather trade high on him. You know, if I'm Sacramento, if you're like, all right, I got, he's not really fitting in that well with De'Aaron Fox. He's not really good, you know, and if we can pair him and Buddy Heal to to get some bonus, mm-hmm. okay. You know, so, and Sacramento, you know, they're they're trying to make I think they're trying to make us they're they're in a weird position. They can either tank or they can make us playoff push. So I think now with Sabonis, you got a someone that go towards it. Yeah. And honestly, let's look keep it real. Sacramento is basically Indiana Patriots West. Yeah. You know I mean? Like no one, no one's checking for Sacramento. Like as far as like a like a hype town, a, a place to go. Not like it was back in the early two thousands with when C Web and Mike Bibby and all, all them and, and, and Reggie was like that's the last time. So we're talking over twenty years since they've been really relevant. So they're just trying to get that thing right. So yeah, man. I, I don't I don't other than that, there was a, I mean there's some other trades. I mean uh I'm looking here. Derek White went from the Celtics, uh we're from the uh, San Antonio to the Celtics. Um, Toronto got a couple of decent people in there. They uh, they made some small some small stuff. The the frick I don't know what the Mavericks are doing. Getting <laughs> training Kristaps uh, Porzingis. I have no idea. Oh yeah, it's a Washington. Yeah, because right? they, they lost. Oh, and they just beat they just beat the Nets. Now I will say this though. If you look at um, Montreal, where did Montrez go? Montrez, Montrez went to Charlotte. He went okay. To, to watch them young babies. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> just you got out a grizzly veteran. I guess. Which yeah, which which would which would help. So yeah. But if you look at Washington, their front quarters, they're set. Because you got Kristoffs, you got Daniel Gafford, who's exactly what the Bulls need uh, right now. Um, Thomas Bryant. So you got your you got your 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 center position in four, you know, your 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 big man position oh, is, yeah. is locked. You know? So um and Daniel someone said Daniel Dyson ended up on his way back to Boston. Who yeah. knew? 
Yep. That was the last second trade at the end. Just, just cleared the way. The, the, the 158, 159. No, Marvin Bagley got traded to the Pistons. The Pistons is collecting young talent, you know. Um, I mean, other than that, I, uh, oh, Torrey Craig and Jalen Smith went to Indiana. Um, well, Jalen, I'm oh, sorry, Jalen Smith went to Indiana for Torrey Craig. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Bobo, we know, went to Orlando. Freaking Orlando is just collecting just tall, tall, lanky centers. But that was weird though, because Bobo, he was traded to Toronto, I think and didn't pass the physical yeah and then three days later <laughs> okay he's good yeah yeah uh, I, I never understand how you could do that um how they figure how they can do that where he can't pass physical yesterday but he can't pass it I, I understand how they could do that like that makes no sense like this loopholes you know the league can do what they want uh yeah do, do what they want to do so and Thaddeus Young, yeah, Thad Young. That's another guy with, I, I wish there was a way that the yeah. Bulls had him on the – I'd feel better if Thad was on this team. He still could possibly get bought out because I don't see it. But I that, that's what I mean. Like, I was like – I saw that, and I was like, ooh, they might go ahead and, uh, you know, have him on where you, you buy him out. But then I saw what they traded, and I was like, well, who in that trade were they looking to have for them to have that to, – to trade all that they traded? So I don't know if that was the central, if he was a central piece to their trade. Or... I think it might have been just a sour cat filler. I'm trying to do a little research on it while we're looking at it right now. Yeah, so I, was I, just, like... I was looking at the it was two of the players they had. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Bleacher Report because they had they have been on top of all the trades. Um I can't. Um, I just had it and I just lost it. Oh, here we go. Oh, and Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that that's not, again another guy. I'm glad the Bears, the Bulls didn't get. Um, the Raptors traded Dragage and a protected 2020 first round pick to the Spurs for Thad Young, Drew Eubanks, and a 2022 second round pick. And then those picks have protections on it. So. Uh, also, yeah, I mean, the Spurs I, are expected to buy out Dragic with the oh, here, what, what is again, Wolves be all, getting all the details. Reported the Spurs are expected to buy out Dragic with the Chicago, Chicago Bulls, Dallas Mavericks, Clippers, and Milwaukee Bucks interested in signing him once he's a free, free agent. Hmm. Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports at the Mavericks are the fairest to land Dragic after buy up. Again, why would they do that when he just got, got Spencer Dinwiddie? Like, that's too much. Yeah. That's too many guards. Mm, Fear to take a reserve role in the front court. Yeah, so they said Thad Young's going to take a reserve role. So he still could be a potential to be a buyout. So we'll see. We'll see. So, but that's about it. Not, like I said, the big news we talked about. So that was, that's about it for our basketball segment. Okay. Now, our l- last segment before we end the show. Since it is Black History Month, and we had we wanted to talk a little bit from a sports standpoint about growing up. What was the first either black athlete that we 
recognize or we kind of clung to or kind of identify with. So we kind of want to go around the horn and kind of talk about it. And then um, that's how we're going to wrap the show. So I figure we start with, uh, let's go with the co-host. Guy's name is on the title. Yup. E, E, who was the first person, a black athlete that you kind of identified with? Uh, oh, oh, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before you do that, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're hitting the breaking news sounder again. So, according to ESPN, the list of the people that have headlining the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 20. I was just about to say that, dude. I was just about to shout out Leroy Butler. But go ahead. So, we have Coach Dick Vermeil. Okay. Tony Vaselli. Off of the oh, title. Wow. Yep. Defensive end Richard Seymour are heading headlining the class. Hell so, yeah. we also have... Uh, uh, like I said, the aforementioned Leroy Butler. Yeah. Linebacker Sam Mills of the Saints. Very nice. Ooh. Posthumous. Defensive tackle, yeah. defensive end Richard Seymour, defensive tackle Brian Young. Shout out to Notre Dame. Yeah. Are the modern heiress uh, and Shiree's. I should say that. Slow down. Wide receiver Cliff Branch was a senior finalist. Uh, okay. Former uh, NFL director of officiating Art McNally and former Rams, Eagles, and Chiefs coach Dick Vermeil were also selected for enshrinement. Nice. So this is the first nice. year. This is the first year notable first year eligible candidates will um will have to wait another year. Demarcus Ware, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester did not make it. Mm. Man, he's Weird. not first ballot in his in in his respective. Position. They just well, they still they still don't like special teams. They it's something about special teams. They just they don't want to give them. Not even that though. You can't tell. uh, No no disrespect to those guys that made made that made that Hall of Fame list. All those those guys are absolutely. But you can't tell me that they're better than Demarcus Ware. I'm sorry, Richard Seymour. Yes, okay, I'll give you Richard Seymour. Brian Young had a good run, but better than Demarcus Ware. Just, just, just think about that for a second. Yeah, what's the holdup on that? Andre Johnson, Houston wide receiver, Andre Johnson, who carried that franchise. Pretty much. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, and again, this is no disrespect to Sam Mills and those and those guys that were. Sam Mills should have been in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But of first timers. Let's put it to you. I'm gonna put it to you like this. In franchise, when you play your franchise in Madden, and I, you know how I use Madden as my barometer. When you simulate your first year and you're going into your second year, where you're starting your second season, they, they do a Hall of Fame introduction, and it's always Demarcus Ware. Always Demarcus Ware. You get a nice little video that talks about Demarcus Ware. He gives you like a your your. For the fact of the matter that Marcus Ware is not a first ballot Hall of Famer is and and Devin is absolutely crazy to me. 
Devin should be in there. I don't. I mean, special teams are not like I understand they, the NFL may have their thing or whatever, but Devin Hester was definitely the best to ever do it at his craft. He broke his record at his last year when he was with the Falcons. He broke his punt ret- or Dion's punt return record. Yep. So, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't. And I'm I'm a Packers fan. I fucking hated that dude kicking to that guy. You know what I mean? But. I also know that how explosive he was because I watched him twice a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get it. And Demarcus Ware was a fucking menace. Like, you know. I can't hear the Soldier Boy song and not think of Devin Hester. When I hear Crank That, I think of Devin Hester. They played that song every time before kickoff. If if you're listening in on when you're watching, when you're watching it on Fox, no, Fox TV, Fox 32, mm-hmm. you hear, ah, uh, you, you know, they'll cut to Devin. He's up there just doing his thing. I'm just like, oh, shoot, here we and go. You, you. Kick that shit. Yeah. yeah, like it was like, I, I, I think of Devin Hester when you hear that. And again, he changed the game like forever. That's like yeah. the definition of being a Hall of Famer in any sport. You change the game, you contribute something or do something the game has never seen and do it at an better than anyone else that's a hall of i would say he changed the game but he did something you'll never see again and that by itself should have got him in there right there i think he changed the game because remember it wasn't just so we talked about kickoff we talked about the punt return but we also don't talk about the fact that this dude took back a, a missed field goal and returned that remember he how he was at the back just waiting for it mm, the giants and he was just acting yeah. like he was walking off and it just took off yeah yeah, I remember that shit too. Actually, yeah. Like, like what is he doing? Right. He's not he doing went, that. Oh, it can't happen. No yeah. way. Is yeah. that holy shit? Yeah. And now, now everyone, you got a long field goal. Now, what do you see? Someone on the way in the Somebody back. Now. Thought about, yeah, true, yeah. true. This, it, you yeah. can't. Special teams is we talk. We talk about. The love the four core. You talk about offense. You talk about defense. You talk about special teams. Mm-hmm. It's part. It's the third, and it's the least talked about. But it's the one again, not to bring up pain, but Packers should have been playing last or two weeks ago. But it was because of special teams. Special yeah. teams was the one that lost that game. Yeah, it was the only. It was the only thing that Trubisky may still be a bear of special team. Bears might go at least for another year. Yeah, the Bears could have gone to a Super Bowl had they not had bad special teams. That was bad all year long, similar to how the Packers were. They had issues yeah. with Bears had issues with special teams the whole entire time. And what what uh the second round of the playoffs was all what? They all ended by special team. Yeah. 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 So if if the game is still being affected by special teams. You can't tell me that. There's got to be some kind of love shown to them. Yeah, there has shown. to be. And, and I've said that numerous times on not just podcasts, but in multiples. Like, tell me who had the best, who had the better special teams and field position and tell me who won the turnover battle. And I'll tell you who won the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, not who had many, who the most touchdown passes in that, who had field position, who had won the turnover battle. That's why I need to know. So that way I can determine who won that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, so and you got to think about it. The rules have to be, had to been changed because it affected special teams right. as far as safety. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, they can't run now. About it, 
Right. They, they got to change the wedge. They got to change how many people mm-hmm. are on. They got to change where they start from. They can't They can't get a running start. They got to start right. where the ball is lined up now. You know, so you can't say that special teams really isn't affecting the game where that's where they really made a lot of rule changes. Yeah. You know, and then you look at how field goals are kicked now. I remember there was a time when if somebody kicked a 40-yard field goal, like, I don't know, man, that's uh, – I don't think we're going to get it. You got to get closer. Oh, just at right at 50, like anywhere you get that 49, 50, 51, 52. Are you kidding me? Like, no, no, no. Now they're kicking that stuff like, like normal. Yeah. Damn, when you had a 40 yard field goal, you like, that's a chip shot damn near now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you can't kick a 49, anywhere from 49, from zero to 49, man. Yeah. You don't need to be on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the rookie in here. What's his name? Money Mike? What they call him? Uh, oh, Money uh, Mac? McPherson? Yeah, Money yeah. Mac. Yeah. Uh, he's a rookie. Coming in here dropping bombs. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm so, oh, and it, and it was bold about it. Like, all right, let me go get us to the next to, to yeah. the championship game. Not, yeah. even, not even that. That fool, like, trademarked that stuff. Money Mac? Yeah. Did he? Money he Mac. Yes. He trademarked that. Rookie. Funny. Not to mention, and again, let's bring. It is it. a fun team. Yeah, it, it's a fun. T- like I said, I'm, I'm ho- I'm rooting. Only reason I'm, I'm rooting from the outside, like I told you before, about you no, know, because it's opposite E. But I just want to see, because I just want to see them, them do. Because most people, I think, most sane people or most people, with good football intelligence knows defense, defense in the same offensive power. Because let's not act like the Rams ain't got offensive power. They got offensive power. Oh yeah, yeah they have all of it actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, most, the most complete teams you should win, yeah. but I wouldn't like. I would like to see Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, for the for the for that city, for that area, because you know, outside of LeBron, <laughs> Cleveland really, you know, if the if the Indian hey if the Cleveland, the Cleveland Guardians if the Guardians weren't playing the Cubs in in sixteen, I probably would have been rooting for the. I probably would have rooted for Cleveland, but they're going for the they're going against the Cubs. So I was like. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. So that just for fact a movie major league outside of Ohio State. That's a, that 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 whole state takes L's all the time. Yeah, all the time. Matter of fact, that state they they had a football franchise. The, the Ravens won. <laughs> they helped build. You know what I'm saying? They they left in the middle of the night again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, bro. So yeah, I, because they left in '95 and they won the championship in '99 or 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yep. So I, I that's why I said I'm I'm hoping for I'm hoping that Cincinnati can pu- pull it off because I I'll be happy for Ohio because it's a Midwest yeah. thing. I'd like to see them win. So yeah. Um, uh, Matt Stafford has ridiculous weapons around him. Yes, I know. The, the, it's yep. it's outlook don't look good. I, I was uh, like uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> don't look good. So, but, hey, I'm not. I, I, I wonder if everybody keep Matt, his Matt. nuts if he loses this game. But, oh gosh, no. I'm, I'm, I, I'd be happy if Matt Stafford did win. I would I'd too. Ha- but I, I'd let's ha- chill. I'd be happy to, a, <laughs> but not as not as. It's a less years. Happy. I'd be happy. More happy for Aaron Donald. Finally get that pinnacle you know what i'm saying obj then i like Stafford. okay hey i'd be happy for tyler higby how about that oh yeah 
How salty. <laughs> I'm salty. The champagne's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would no, in all, in all seriousness, though, it would be cool to see OBJ get a one and you know, things like that. But um, because I think Joe, the reason I say that is because Joe Burrow's gonna have more opportunities. Theoretically, yes. Jamar Cho- yeah, theoretically. But I feel like the Bengals have a lot to build on right now. They get that line right next year. They make that a focal point of the offseason. Guess what? I'm going to whisper this part. They got $50 million in cap space going into this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. 50. Yeah, change that. It, imagine them with the straight offensive line. Imagine they got Armstead at left tackle, then 42-year-old Wentworth. Shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And yeah, and yeah. or if they get another defensive tackle in there, too. What if they got just yeah. those two things? Be tough, bro. Just saying. That'd be tough. I'm just saying. I All think right. Cincinnati. And then it's their it's their division to take. Oh, yeah. I mean, you still got Lamar though. Yeah, but but still that the Ravens are are a lot more pieces away, mm-hmm. you know. And they ain't got so. the, they got some decent money. Don't get they they're they got they got they should have about twenty ish million yeah. in cap. But man, so man. we'll see. But yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. But let's go back to our our quick. I know we kind of digress, and we we we're, we're actually up against the clock. But I still want to get it in because we've been teasing it. Yeah. Let's talk about our blacks. Uh, our first black sports heroes or people that we kind of identify don't you know so be like a hero but someone that you could identify with as a kid when you when you realize that person on a screen looks like me like yeah. who's, the, who's that person for you e who's who's who is yours oh it looks like me mike bibby no just kidding <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn <laughs> 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 No, for real though. Um, for real. Um, honestly, man, it's this. This is probably gonna be an obvious one, but it's not even football, which is my favorite sport. My first love was basketball, and the reason my first love was basketball was because of Allen Iverson. Um, Allen Iverson, you talk about changing the game, the culture uh, of the entire NBA. Um, seeing him, I mean, didn't necessarily look like me, but I got cornrows because of Allen Iverson. Um, wanted to be just like him, but. He was a, you know, we grew up in Chicago, you know what I mean? Um, West side of my family, I would see them. And um, he reminded me of one, one of my cousins, somebody dope, you know, that I can hang out with, showing up with the do-rags or showing up with the half braided hair, you know what I mean? Um, baggy clothes coming into to the game and, and everything like that. Um, Allen Iverson was such a real person though. Like he was real, he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't gimmicky, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't conform, conform to anybody else's rules. Um, he definitely took a stand when it came against, you know, the, what a professional athlete should be. Um, but I think he really put on for the culture and he culturally changed it with the, again, with the tattoos, with the, you know, with the braid, like that's, that's, I mean, he captured a lot of our essence, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that, uh, uh, Allen Iverson should definitely be put up there with, you know, with with the greats. And of course, we, we nobody's going to put him in a goat conversation, right? But we're talking about how he changed the culture of the entire game in the NBA and just put on for the people. Like 
AI is definitely my favorite athlete, one of my favorite athletes of all time. Um, but he's the main reason why I really started paying attention to basketball like I did. Um, because of course I do remember like that series or bits and pieces of that series from Michael Jordan's last championship because I was eight, but I wasn't really into it, but I had to watch AI play. Like I had to, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, it's just, he was such an inspiration to me. So that would be my guy, man. And, And I think that people give him a bad rap, but, um, I think that for the culture, man, he really put on, he really was yeah. in the NBA. I like that. E. That is I, I, well said. Um, one thing that I would say about AI, AI was on, was hundred percent unapologetically black excellence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was not afraid to be himself. He was going to be himself who he was for where he was from. And I just, <laughs> exactly like right. that rant but again, he it was what he was saying that was, was truth. you know he was, he was embedded real. in pain though he lost yeah. his homie his best friend you know what i'm saying just lost in the playoffs and you know y'all are talking about fucking practice like that's not you know what i mean like again, like i don't give my heart and soul out there for the whole you know for my team you know what i'm saying he i mean yeah they lost 4-1 to the lakers but Pound still, for pound, like he the, just for him. I'm sorry, just for him to get one game. Yeah, he, he, go, real quick, go back and look at that scrub team he had. Yeah, like people, like people talk about. I, I, I quick defend LeBron for that championship team that he took with Cleveland the first year to San, playing against the, the Spurs when they're in the middle of their run. Like, it yeah. was a bunch of bums on that time team, but the best, second best player. On AI's team was Dikembe Mutombo. Who was oh, on the back nine. Yeah, on the, back, on the back nine. nine. Yes. Aaron McKee and Eric Snow. Yeah, Jeffrey and Stanley from Friday. I mean, <laughs> and, and maybe Theo Ratliff, like, but that was still like Theo yeah. Ratliff is if you're if you're looking at the best players on the on on the floor, both teams combined, he's probably 13th or 14th. Yeah, they like, right. Yeah, exactly. So, again, and then it was like it was Shaq, Kobe, and AI, the top three for both teams. Absolutely, but then the rest of them are probably all Lakers. You got Ron Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got everybody else is Lakers. Devon George, like come on, like they were loaded. So yeah, so yeah, absolutely. I like that. That's a great one. Um, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go from I'm gonna go for the next youngest. Uh, Dez, you still you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would okay. you say was the first black athlete that you could recognize? You just, you kind of gravitate to. Do you want to recognize in this segment? Man, uh, the first one for me was. I'm. A, I'm. Get a, I'm one. A you get one. You don't get one. You don't get enough time to go a whole bunch of people. Well, you get. Unless you get. Unless you're gonna rapid fire. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna go quick with it. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the first one for me was Ken Griffey. Mm. Kid, okay, yeah. Nice. Okay, nice. I like that. I like that. Go ahead, keep going. Uh, and the reason for that was, I mean, he was one of the first people that, like, first, you know, black athletes I've seen on a cover of video game. For me, personally, you know, he had his own game made made out to him. And I love that game to death. He was Ken Ken Griffey's Major League Baseball that came out on the Tuesday before. I think he had like two games that he was like the cover of. 
And I think between him and I think it was Kobe that has like NBA courtside. Mm-hmm. I think it was like like beginning of like the first first time you start to see black like black athletes on covers of video games like that. And um so especially for Gif- Griffey to be cover of baseball where you know it's already so hard yes. to be an African American playing baseball. Um so definitely for that. Um uh, and then right now and this is where I cheat and to say right now it'd be Tim Anderson. And I don't even have to explain why. I was just saying the name. I, hey, drop it, drop it like that. I, enough said. You know, I feel you with the TA. Um, that was um, that was great. I right, both of y'all, y'all came strong with it. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. was the first baseball jersey I bought that I still have to this day. The white and green, the 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 home one, the white one. Oh, still had that Griffey jersey um and yeah yeah actually you know what yeah i still have it. i thought i might have gave it to trey but no i still have it that's great that is great craig giffrey jr like ken griffrey frank thomas my favorite two base for my during that era my favorite two baseball players um and it was great they actually even though he was kind of overweight at the end of his career but to see ken griffey jr in a white Sox uniform was dope so shep Oh, look at the Griffies. There you go. There you go. Yes, Absolutely. sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Shout out. Chef, let me throw that to you. Let me throw that to you. So who's yours? Um, Mine was, it's a little odd because growing up, I mean, I was on that back end of time where uh, the black athlete was still coming in to its own. Um, so when I finally got into sports, uh, we had a man called Walter Payton running a football in Chicago. Um, but way, what we're talking about as first influential person, um, I could go as far as to say it would have to be Scotty Pippen. Cause I model a lot of myself around his game, um, and how I carried myself out on the court. Uh, but the one that stands out to me the most, uh, especially going back to that time, I remember my grandfather and my uncle uh, always arguing about the black, there's no black quarterbacks. They're they're non-existent. They're not going to be around. What are you talking about? And um, getting the football, I think that 85, when Walter Payton and the Bears were were kicking ass, you know, hey, I was loving football and this and that, but the one that just, that definitely stands out to me uh, was that run by Doug Williams um, at the Super Bowl, uh, you know, from where he started. I didn't totally understand what's going on around that time around football. Like I said, 85 was when I first started getting into it. And probably like three or four years later, um, there's this playoffs and hey, there he is. There is a black quarterback here in the playoffs. And what does he do? He actually gets to the Super Bowl. You know, and I just remember trying to get hold of my grandpa, just like, hey, look, there's a black quarterback, grandpa, and he's in the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl starts, and he's down 10 <laughs> Just like that. And I was just like, and I remember he got hit, and he got hit awkwardly, and I thought he had broke something. So I thought that was it. 
fast forward to into the second quarter, and it is a blowout. This man is just killing Denver, you know, and it was like it was amazing to watch the Super Bowl all the way through. And at the end, he gets carried off as a black quarterback. And I really don't, I didn't follow him personally after that, but then I started noticing other black quarterbacks. You had Warren Moon. That was my guy. Yeah. Randall Cunningham. Yep. You know, and it just, and like each year, like it may not have been a lot, but there was enough just to keep following. And then boom, here we are where we're at now. And it's, it's, we got a black quarterback here in Chicago. So I, I, I take it back to Doug Williams. Uh, shout out to him and and his his journey that he traveled to get to that particular spot because he honestly I don't think was even supposed to be there uh, if it wasn't for Dan Reeves uh, shout out to him and they just showed him a momentorium on uh, yep. on the NFL honors uh, they just showed everybody that's passed uh, NFL wise and uh, but shout out to him to to get him in there and put him in that position uh, after coming back from Tampa Bay and uh, showing the world that the black quarterback can do his thing and, um, you know, and be successful. You know, ironically enough, the other black quarterback blew a 35 to three lead in the playoffs. So to go to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> but Warren Moon's still my guy though. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that sucked. That was one of the low points. Oh, that damn. Yeah. That's right. To the Bills. Bills. Yep. That, that was, was we were like Frank Reich and the Bills. Freaking Frank Reich. Because that was the Oilers year. Like, that was the year. I thought yeah, that was the running shoe. Like, yeah. I'm about to see, I, I saw one black quarterback in the Super Bowl. I'm about to watch another one. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was Houston. It was, oh my God. I was so geek. Yeah, like this. Yep. No, no, I don't care. They can score another touchdown. They ain't gonna matter. It actually, doesn't matter. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit's Quickly. getting kind of close. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, Chef. Why is that clock going so slow? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I want that one was because I like it's in the it's in the back of my mind, right? There's a lot of sport memories in the back in my head. You know, be, us being the, the older statements of the crew, right? But I think that was a moment that we didn't realize that the proverbial ceiling had broke. You know what I mean? Like we were yeah, too yeah. young to realize the significance right. of that moment and seeing exactly. a black quarterback get to the NFL and I mean get to the uh to the Super Bowl and win. Because a lot of people were expecting a lot of money was on Denver. If I even were yeah. thinking back to back, to, it just I remember I was getting my 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 foundation in, in football because people were rooting for John Wellers. This is gonna be his year, and the the the, 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 the no Washington football team at the <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but Washington, you know, they were not and they're being down and then coming back and just just blowing him out in that 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 second the second quarter and. Yeah, that was a. That's definitely a good one. So I'm thank you for bringing that because I I remember watching that. And I just remember feeling different because there was a black quarterback in, in on the biggest stage, winning. So I could go back to school the next day and be proud. Like kind of just put my chest out. And then when we play football outside of recess, I could be like, yeah, I'm about to play quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what and I mean. I, uh, and and I kind of knew where you're going with that, uh, Chef, with with Doug Williams. Because we've had several conversations about Doug Williams throughout the years, because he always brings him up. 
you know, when it comes to like, we talk about the black quarterback, we even watched the, the Michael Vick documentary, who's a, another great honorable mention as far as changing the game. Yes. Um, in culture of football. Uh, but yeah, I definitely knew that he was going there. Um, man, such a great one. Was that 1987, Doug Williams? Yeah. And like I said, it was two years after the Bears went to the Super Bowl. So right. it was like just just having this conversation about no black, there's not going to be a successful black quarterback with my with my elders, my grandpa, my uncle, telling, you know, having this. My uncle was like, yeah, there's black quarterbacks. What about, you know, they're going to be there. We, we've already had a couple of them. Yeah. Right. We've already had. Oh, my grandpa's like, no, no, that's that. that They'll never be. They'll, they'll never. They're never gonna let a black man be a quarterback for any franchise. And yeah. less than like two to three years later, boom. And what made it ironic enough, I actually, even though the Bears won, I was a Minnesota fan, and Doug Williams eliminated Minnesota that year in the conference championship. Yeah. Well, and can we football. can we appreciate that three year stretch from 1985, 1987? You got Walter Payton, sweetness, and that Bears defense able to do what they do. And then you got arguably the best Greek defensive player ever who did change the game, Lawrence Taylor, to win mm -hmm. with the Giants in 1986. And then you got a black quarterback to come in in 1987 and win a championship there. So uh, what a great three-year stretch for black oh, excellence. Go, 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 go one more year. Go one more year. 88. Niners. The greatest receiver. Of oh all yeah, time. the greatest receiver of all time. That's right. Yeah, from yeah, a historically black college. Yeah, from Mississippi Valley. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, like, you even though you don't even start that, you can get, look at back at Peyton because Peyton went to um, yeah. Oh, so, so speaking of Peyton, because I was getting mad because I was like, damn it. <laughs> <My God. laughs> but the first one that I honestly like, I can't. I remember, I mean, I remember growing, I, my first love was baseball. So I remember watching at the old Comiskey Park, you know, seeing these dudes hit majestic home runs and it goes over the roof and just, to, just to disappear. You're like, whoa, that's crazy. I remember Jim Rice, but the one guy I originally remember seeing was good old number three, Harold Baines. Seeing that dude, the lefties, the stroke, you know. Swing. That's it. he just was always just so smooth out there. So I remember I'm uh, Harold Baines was one for me. And then of course, you know, Jordan had his impact for sure. And I'm not taking away anything from Jordan on a global standpoint, but I remember watching football and the first, before there was Michael Jordan for me, there was Walter Payton and seeing how sweetness again, he had, he had uh, the big Puma he headbands, you know the Puma, the 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 running shoes, like the commercial, and just he just because he wanted he looked like he, like back in the day, Walter and my dad looked a lot alike, and so I would always, um, I would, it was like I was watching my pops play. I felt like you know what I mean, and and Walter was was funny, but he was so but when it came to game day, he was so serious, and he would just do what I thought was impossible. No, it was always run left, run right, run up the middle, Walter. And he had no help around him. He always made some something impossible happen. That was the first athlete when Walter passed in, I want to say that was 99. That was the first athlete that I cried. No, it was the second athlete that I cried at. So the, uh, the first one was hearing Magic had, you know, 
when he, I was in eighth grade, when he, when he made the announcement that he was HIV positive, that was a death sentence back then. Yeah, scary. Like, when yeah, you heard scared. that. Yeah, he just was scared for him. I was like, how's one of my, because we, you know, one of the guys I look up to, because I remember my first basketball games before Mike was watching what seemed like it was the black team versus the white team. It was the Lakers versus the Celtics. You know, and seeing magic with the smile and just being with the charisma and everything. So I looked up to that. But locally, it was always Walter Payton. It was before it was Jordan's town, it was Payton's town. And that man couldn't do no wrong. Now, you know, there's a lot of stuff that came out, you know, some of the stuff that came out, you know, that was going on behind the scenes. And, you know, that's, that, that usually happens. You know, I'm sure that's going to happen when Michael, when MJ passes away eventually. But, I remember what that man meant to me, meant to a young, young Mark Jones and seeing a guy who looked like my father grow out and do greatness. And it was at at the end of his, yeah, it made it look sweet, like just so easy, just so effortlessly, but he was giving it to you. He was, it wasn't like he, if you wanted fancy, he could give you fancy, a little razzle dazzle, but he would run your ass over too. That's why I love, that's why I love sweetness. And, um, so, yeah, those are some people that early on in my life shaped my football career. So Harold Baines, Walter Payton, Magic Johnson, for sure, um, helped mold me as a, uh, as a young black sports enthusiast. Um, hey, good, good timing because uh, Russell Wilson's actually announcing Walter Payton Man of the Year. Right now, <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, there's one other, there's one other person. I didn't talk touch college. This one, there's another person, um, Rocket Ishmael. Oh, Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Because Notre Dame was like, I, I still get grief from you're a Notre Dame fan. Hell yeah, I was a Notre Dame fan. Notre Dame back in the day, Jerome Bettis, Rocket Ishmael, Ricky Water, like they had like the like the brothers that people didn't want or like they they were smart and intelligent it was like because you had to play you had to be super smart to get into Notre Dame and that was Wasn't Joe Montana from Notre Dame Joe Montana's from Notre Dame yeah so I, it was for like the brothers that to go to Notre Dame was always looked up it was looked down on because you're like oh you're kind of doing the prep prep preppy white thing mm-hmm. you know and I and that related to me because I was going, you know, my parents put me through private school. So I was like, man, like, but those were my dudes. And I rolled for those guys. Jerome Bettis, you know what I'm saying? Lake Dawson, Todd Light, you know, but Rocket, Rocket was to me the college version of Devin Hester. Cause whenever Rocket get his hands on the ball, that dude, I still say Notre Dame is missing the national championship because that Colorado game. Caught a block, a block in the back with three seconds left on a punt return that he took back to the house that was not a block in the back at all. So that's another guy that I, and had and had I had my way, Desmond would have been named Raheeb. <laughs> it would have been Raheeb Jones because I was going to name it. That was my him and Desmond Howard were my two favorite names, and dad and mom liked Desmond so. Yeah. Can I uh can I do an honorable mention for college? Absolutely. Go ahead. Can I go ahead and mention my man's Andre Ware? Absolutely. Oh, shout out from Houston, first black quarterback to win the Heisman Trophy ever. Yep. Um, and he I won the Heisman it. Trophy exactly two months on December 2nd, 1989, before I was born. 
So um, definitely true. something dope to to be born into with the very first black quarterback. And then here I come. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to Detroit. Andre Ware, man. I watched some highlights of him um, a while ago. And, and uh, what a baller for Houston yeah. that he was. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, didn't he get drafted by Detroit? Yep. Yeah. Saddest career never, never it's Detroit. I mean, yes. <laughs> Meow. Do you, never want to Heather. Do you never want to progress? Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Come on. Well, Barry Sanders, I think, was still there at that point, wasn't he? No, Barry came in 88. No, yeah, no, Barry was there. Yeah. Barry was there. Barry was there because yeah. this was 19. So, I mean, he had, he, had a, he had a couple good years. Decent. Yeah. But he just couldn't keep up with that. They tried to do that run and shoot with uh, 84. I can't remember his name. Herman. Uh, Herman Burns, a wide receiver. I know you talk about Herman the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the coach was Forrest. Oh yeah. So yeah, it didn't it didn't work. Real quick, so be, so before we end the show, because I got my hand hovering around the bu- a buzzer. Um, let me just go to do the DJ air horn. Aaron Rodgers name wins MVP. Who? The person you said. Yeah. Watching a darn show, man. Like they're not you getting it before I can even see it. I'm yep. just kidding. I just posted Aaron Rodgers. Congrats <laughs> or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, just put a bye bitch on it. <laughs> I know. Congrats, bitch. Bitch. Using <laughs> bitch. <laughs> a term of endearment today. <laughs> Congrats, well, bitch. Got, <laughs> I, I, here, I got your term of endearment for you. <laughs> we thank y'all for tuning in listening in as always as we come to a wrap of episode 43 of the me and eat show for desmond jones for content producer chef russell and for my man e we are saying once again spread love because it's not only the brooklyn way but it's the human way and of course peace and humpiness forever and happy black history month be safe this weekend episode 43 in the books let's get it